0: Facts with Adam Curry for March Fourteenth, Twenty Twenty. This is episode number twenty-nine. Hey, hey, Mo. Are you doing, Adam? I'm good. How are you? I don't know, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Oh, well, here we are, of course, in the middle of pandemic twenty twenty as we're all on lockdown from coronavirus. Yeah, uh, I of course have been self-isolating uh, for about thirteen years ever since I became a serious podcaster. You actually have a, a job, a day job. I do have
1: a job, yeah. and it's been it's been impact. Well, my whole life has been impacted by uh, the coronavirus virus, or as we like to call it, the Rona.
0: The ro- uh, the wait a minute the Rona yes the rona who's calling it the rona i didn't know this was uh, some slang that i didn't pick up yeah on. yes yes it's, it's the rona it's the rona okay yeah Th- thanks for the memo the <laughs> yeah. rona So in passing it's just like hey how's uh, bob doing not so good he's got the what? rona is that how you use it this is using certain uh uh communities uh, <laughs> oh <so. laughs> okay oh, all right i got you Well, oh, now i can be really hip
1: Kind of like Mickey D's or, you know, we we always uh, put a a, little sauce on it. I But yeah, um, the work is working from home for certain people, certain parts of my job. I can't we can't work from home. So we have to we're segregated by color and shape. And it's just
0: what you mean, if you're big uh, or if you're white. I mean, what uh, what does that mean? Well,
1: it's it's funny. Uh, The white team has the most privilege. (laughs) <laughs> was, wait, 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 hold on. Let, let's, let's
0: just uh, hold on a second. You're not actually segregating workers by actual race, are you? This everyone just has a color. No.
1: Yes, by color, but by coincidence, <laughs> the white team uh-huh. has has the most privilege, which was that was raised to me, and I was like, it oh, wasn't based really? oh, on me. I think not. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. So and And, and and someone actually
0: actually had time to bring it up to you and say, hey, man, this is not this is not right. The white team has more privileges.
1: Yes, it was brought up to me. (laughs) (laughs) And when I saw it, I saw it passing. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. But I mean, I didn't make a big deal. But it was pointed out to me. And then the kids. uh, So they're out of school for a month.
0: Wait a whole a whole month is yes. or, until uh, April what six or something April fourteenth April fourteenth Wow that's that's real long so that's a problem
1: a very big one. Luckily, my wife works part time and uh, she has the flexibility with her schedule, so we're not that impacted. But I'm just wondering about people that don't have that luxury. Uh, what do you do? Because you can't even take them to daycare where you normally do for snow days or things of that nature because uh you don't want your kids around other people's kids.
0: Yeah, well this is uh, this is part of the family's first coronavirus emergency response bill that uh, passed the house and there are going to be provisions in there. Um I think probably you and I you know being kind of your typical middle class We'll get screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll get screwed. There'll be nothing. nothing for us. Uh, nothing. But but there's a whole bunch of things they're doing with the um, with the supplemental nutritional uh, uh, access program SNAP, also known as food stamps, which is really kids uh, got eight. Yeah, eat. yeah, exactly. Which is really a, a debit card. So that's an easy one for the government. They just turn on the tap and fill it up. Uh, but right. there are very specific things for if you if you have to stay home, if you're out of work, if you can't be working for two weeks, uh, unemployment. So there's a lot of things that are being done. It's a lot of money that, they, that they're going to put out there, a lot. Uh, but the communication of how you actually get access to that, I, I don't think that's – I don't know if it's even started. Of course, it would have to – it has to pass the Senate then uh, before it goes into effect. But we'll probably see it Monday or Tuesday, I would think.
1: Yeah, hopefully. So with that said, uh hopefully our 2 hours here, 2 probably 2 hours here that we have will take people's minds off of the situation or at least give them a little bit of ease about the situation.
0: Well, then why don't we roll up the uh the topic uh wheel and see what we have for today's Mofax with Adam Curry. Again, episode number 29. The topic for today, where does the wheel
2: stop? It's just
0: when you thought you couldn't get away from it. There it is. So what are but we ho-
1: what are we doing? Hopefully, we after this show is over, you have a little bit of ease, you have a few laughs, and you go away from this. Uh, a
0: happier person.
1: Yes. Yes. Less uh stressed and less uh
0: less angst oh good so this, this might actually be a show for the whole family we can take it back to kind of the 1920s 1930s you're all huddled around the radio in this case you're all huddled around uh you know your uh your laptop where you put it yes. on the smart speaker and the whole family can listen in and enjoy during these days when we're sitting at home
1: hopefully so and with <laughs> and with that said i guess we just need to give uh a little background
0: okie dokie
3: Misinformation about the coronavirus has been lighting up the mainstream media airwaves for months now, from so-called experts professing a clearly false 20 percent death rate on MSNBC to political pundits striking fear into the hearts of the American people with their dangerous fear-mongering rhetoric.
4: And over the last week as a president who continues to give misleading information, the government, our government, the government led by that man is
5: failing right now.
3: You know, we could spend a lot of time hoping for the president
6: we need right now we will not get him sense of urgency from this administration to deal with a very real issue
4: there's no confidence in the president and anything he says or does
3: in many cases these same so-called professionals told people to rush to the stores which as you can see they did and stock up on supplies so they can hunker down in their homes for months and avoid getting guests a virus then when the stock market took a plunge yesterday due to the oil war between saudi arabia and russia and the fear-mongering surrounding COVID 19 social media went into high gear
0: yeah this has been quite a, uh, a an interesting time to be alive to witness how people are responding and how they're acting
1: so so maybe before we get too deep in the show we should lay out how we how we view this situation i guess i'll go first Okay, I see this as a form of warfare, not what you're thinking, biological that's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking psychological, oh yeah, uh, I look at it like this. I think that people are getting sick. I think there is a thing called coronavirus, but in my mind, I don't think it's any different than flu or any other strand of flu we get every year, but I think. The elite see this as an opportunity to take something that's not that serious and put the machine behind it to cause a lot of angst and upset um, and upset people. That's why I stand there on this situation. Uh,
0: so that would be what we'd call kind of the strategy of tension, um, which okay. is meant to rattle people. Uh, and I can certainly look at it from that angle. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in, in fact, just to back that up a little more one of the one of the best parts of if if it's some kind of um, strategy or some kind of experiment is to actually get people en masse to go buy a product that absolutely will not help them <laughs> such as toilet paper <laughs> uh you know that's probably that was probably a nice side experiment everybody had a good laugh about um but for sure for sure this is being used in the typical mm-hmm. manner that we see where i mean uh, I was quite aware after nine eleven, and a lot of things happened then as well. Um, and again, it doesn't mean necessarily that this has been a bioweapon or it could be. I mean, everyone's blaming each other. The Chinese are talking about it. It was us. The Iranians say it was the Israelis. We say it's the Chinese. <laughs> it's all over the map. Um, mm-hmm. But the, the legislation being passed, uh, of course, we already had $8.3 billion out there you know there's all kinds of money that flows out from these events um there's a huge liquidity being put into the into the banking system um so that could actually be saving someone here or there a bank so there's all kinds mm-hmm. of things that are taking place right down to uh we and this is my favorite uh, we probably shouldn't have any cash anymore because it transmits horrible things like uh, <laughs> curry. Curry. <laughs> oh, do i do i have to do i have to put them on again the goggles Yes yeah, I mean I, I can go on and on, but on the other hand, and I always like looking at it from this angle, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've mentioned this before in uh, maybe some somewhat here, but certainly on no agenda. Donald Trump for 20 years has been talking about China being a problem that we're uh, shipping all our manufacturing over there. This was you know this was not good for the growth of America. Uh, he comes into, uh, he comes into office. The first thing he did, if you remember, is like, okay, we need uh, manufacturing here. And he came up with the uh, tax uh, cut, uh, which is often said it was just for millionaires and billionaires. It wasn't. It was really a repatriation of all of this American money. Uh, Apple is a good example. They brought the billions and billions of dollars back so that people could start building um, factories and manufacturing capability in the United States. Then Trump starts uh, a quote-unquote tariff war mm-hmm. and uh, gets money you know it's working out we're we're, we're getting tariffs from the chinese and their economy is you know or their economic growth is slowed down significantly because of this and you know it seems like we're starting to get some things under control and then wonder bo- above all wonder there's a, a <laughs> just, china has to shut down because of this uh, virus and now we're the conversation in the united states certainly is hey we can't have our medications being completely dependent upon China. Hey, we can't have these supply lines dependent upon China. Yeah, we need masks. We shouldn't just have them being made only in China. Um, so that is the, the Donald Trump uh, win. And uh, on the other hand, interestingly, a lot now you're hearing a lot of globalists saying, oh, you know, this is not the way to handle it. We shouldn't be stopping flights between countries. So you can kind of see that uh, this was also I I think if if I believe any conspiracy theory, it's that uh, somehow this fit beautifully into a plan that Trump has had for a long time.
1: And I think there's also a counter plan uh, afoot. I think the elite looked at it. This is just my theory, just a just a theory. Uh, I think the elite looked at it and said, "Huh, 2020, we don't look like we have a good chance of beating Trump. So let's use our media apparatus mm. to lever to leverage Definitely. him going into the election. That way, we can get the 1.5 trillion dollars
0: <laughs>
1: and and the and the interest rate." Being lower, oh, you oh, yeah. know, oh, it's the, almost
0: the interest rates going to zero. They're going to cut it to zero this yeah. coming week. It's it's done. It's going to be over. Right. So <laughs>
1: if they waited to after election, they had no leverage. But right yeah. now, Donald Trump whole reelection is tied to the economy. Yes. So if they could use the media to, you know, dink around with his uh, economy, then they could leverage him and squeeze, you know, the one point five trillion dollars out of him. the low interest rate. And then they, they get their little bit of, you know, little sugar before before the 2020 election. Oh yeah. My- oh,
0: yeah. Oh, no. This is. And, and believe me, people are making out like bandits. It's just not you and I. People mm-hmm. are making a lot of money right now on uh, when right. markets go down, when they go up. This it's it's a beautiful transfer of uh, of wealth and a lot of it will be printed up. Um, well, Yeah, go ahead. Well, where I find this
1: sick at, and the reason why I did the show and this was a last minute. Uh, Show because I had another show I wanted to do but just Seeing how people are being impacted By the mental uh, Manipulation I felt it Necessary to do this show and with That said let's get into the next clip uh, Little old lady
3: but of course, the mainstream media is not reporting what the Surgeon General stated because that would do nothing to fuel the flames of fear and push their narrative. Their attempt to destroy President Donald Trump by any means possible. The disinformation and the media's fear mongering in turn has led to situations like this. People so afraid and so uninformed, they are using trash bags to try to protect themselves from the coronavirus.
7: Two garbage bags. My shoes are coming loose. No No sex They
3: ain't giving us no up-to-date what's going on. We don't know. The mainstream media, as you can see, is doing a major disservice to the American people. Instead of broadcasting the life-saving information distributed by the Trump administration to help actually keep people safe, they continue to incite fear.
0: Yeah, this, this is uh, a big problem. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's being politicized. And uh, Trump politicizes this as well. Although he didn't start the politicization in this case. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's why he keeps saying, you know, he'll slip in little things like, well, you all have a website up by Sunday, you know, not like some other websites referring to Obama's Mm -hmm. healthcare.gov. There is some political bantering back and forth on all sides. Um, But the media in general, the mainstream media is all they're interested in is gotchas. And, you know, how many people have died because it took uh, too long or, you know. A lot of armchair quarterbacking. Um, and it's all that's all political. It's all intended to um, create more fear, uh, <laughs> have people more worried, keep them tuned in. And at the same time, to help uh, um, the the constant campaign against the president.
1: And what pissed me off is because we it's audio only. But just to give you the visual of that last clip, it's this little old black lady and she's wrapped. In plastic bags, (laughs) God, and she's terrified. Yeah, I mean, she's terrified. Um, she had plastic bags tied around her feet, around her head, uh, wrapped all over her body. And this, this is sick. This is very sick. Uh, and don't take my word for it that we're overreacting. Uh, TMZ caught up with two doctors and asked them their opinion. One being Doctor Drew, and the other being Doctor Oz. Oz,
8: my favorite. How are you? I'm surviving. How's the media tour going? Okay. Well, the coronavirus has changed a lot of people's lives, especially those of us who talk about it. I think the interesting thing about the coronavirus. Yeah, we're can-do people. We're used to taking charge of things, and I think a lot of folks feel out of source that they're just being told to not panic. How do you not panic? What does that look like? Yeah. The worst thing when you're stressed out is to have nothing to do. That might change your predicament. That's how you create hardening of the arteries in animals. So we're basically doing it to a lot of the American population so we shouldn't panic, or we should panic, we should panic, I'm panicking. The thing you do is to act like we're supposed to, on the things we can affect and not worry about the things we can't influence. So can I change how contagious coronavirus is? Not really. Can I change who gets it? Yes. And since I know that I and other healthy people without chronic illnesses are going to do just fine with coronavirus, why get all worked up about it? The smart thing to do is make sure that grandma doesn't get coronavirus because when she gets it with her cardiovascular disease or her diabetes or her cancer history, that could be a catastrophe. There's there's too much mass
4: hysteria going on about this. It's, it's, It's crazy
8: huge message I look down here, people wearing masks and I and I, I, and I, worry about that because we actually need those masks for people taking care of patients in hospitals. And if you have the wrong kind of mask, it doesn't work anyway. If you have the right kind of mask, but don't fit it correctly in your face, or if you have facial hair, it's not going to work anyway. So you're actually taking a resource that the system needs and wasting it. Let's do the opposite. Let's think about what we can do to make sure that it's a little safer today than it was yesterday when it comes to coronavirus. So,
0: so yeah. that was Dr. Oz. Yes, yes. Well, and And, and this is another, this is just another part of it all. We're so primed to believe the way things are supposed to work from endless mm -hmm. entertainment products. Uh, Some, you know, released as recent as uh, three months ago, pandemic on Netflix. Nice little coincidence there. We're primed. We're primed for these things. People are actually renting Contagion. (laughs) They're renting (laughs) Contagion. They're streaming it. I got to see, you know, what? (laughs) I'm not kidding about this. They're renting it. It's like, this. So it's very weird. And and I just want to add one more thing, and, and we should continue. I guess you got Dr. Drew next. Okay. Is there is something about, um, a I will say millennials, millennial generation, who are so uh, used to having everything on demand, 24-7 economy, click, click, bing, boom, boom, I've got it, that when all of a sudden it's like, hey, what if this goes away? What if that goes away? And they're spiraling, man. They're spiraling into, holy crap. Cause I went, I went to the store, and yeah, you know, but I saw what people were buying besides toilet paper. You know, twenty bags of chips. You know, five, uh, you know, high class brand of mac and cheese. Like complete idiots, <laughs> all these weird things. Anyway, uh, so
4: we have Doctor Drew here next. Yes. Doctor Drew, how are you today? Hey, what's going on? Beautiful day out. How are you doing? It really is beautiful yeah. day in New York. I think I think there's so much going on as the as what is the
9: difference? fact and fiction. What 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 is real? It, it, everything that's being reported is real. Okay. Just listen to the CDC and Anthony Fauci and behave accordingly. And remember, we have 24 million flu cases, 280 thousand people hospitalized, 16 thousand dead from the flu. Every reporter should end with "Get your flu shot." Get your flu shot. Way more likely to kill you than corona. Now, Corona is a serious thing for people that are in infectious disease and epidemiology. They need to put this thing to rest. They will. And all we have to do is follow their directions. But the panic that the press is creating is unconscionable. It's, It's interrupting the supply line. Now, my elderly patients are having trouble getting their medication because the supply line is interrupted. So the panic is having real results. So settle down, everybody. Follow the CDC's recommendations and let's get on with things. Get your flu shot. Get your flu
4: shot. Um, it's very sad. Like it, in my town, a Chinese restaurant basically almost closed because they said no one's going there anymore. That's
9: sad. And this is just that's
5: it. It people going everywhere.
9: Your point is well taken. Yeah. That the panic is having a real-world effect on people. People are losing jobs. Businesses are closing. Supply lines are interrupted. Medications are being disrupted because not of the virus, because of the panic. Take reasonable precautions. Know your risk. Listen to the CDC.
0: That's it. Okay. Stop being.
9: Stop obsessing
0: about it dr drew one of the lone voices in the wilderness he keeps trying
1: but he still had had to get his product placement in there get your flu vaccine get your flu vaccine he said it like five times
0: (laughs) do you know actually what what i think the most harmful um and i'm not gonna i don't want to say it's disinformation because i don't think it is um was joe rogan and in fact he had this guest on a uh, couple days after i was on the rogan show michael osterholm and michael osterholm he's the real deal uh, he's a guy who really understands this stuff but <clears throat> i think the way that joe was asking the questions mm-hmm. and the way that uh, and the type of questions and the answers you know it was just math you know it's like well uh, it'll be 10 times worse than the flu and the guy says, "I did some numbers here, you know." So before you know, it, you've got a million people dying, and uh, that's not. It's although the guy is right at that moment in time, we really don't know what the numbers are. We really don't have the denominator, like how many people are actually infected, just like the flu. How many people are actually infected? But but because of that interview, which I think has six or seven million views, I think. I think that really uh, sent a lot of certainly younger people into a bit of a panic.
1: Well, one number we do know is the amount of money everybody stands to make. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Out of this narrative. <laughs> yes. And um, from The Telegraph, let's get into uh, who can make
10: money. The spread of coronavirus has had a devastating impact on many sectors, with some being brought to their knees. But as with any crisis, others are rubbing their hands with glee. These are the sectors that stand to win from the pandemic and those who have already begun cashing in. Companies are having to change the way they work, and fast. If many had been hesitant to make widespread use of video conferencing, they're now scrambling to get to grips with the technology. Zoom Video Communications is one of the companies which has seen its share price boom. Away from work, people are seeking diversions that do not involve travel and human contact. And that's good news for the video game industry. Global mobile game downloads shot up 39% in February, with China accounting for much of the increase. Games like Brain Out and Honor of Kings were among the most popular choices. Concern in China that takeaways could have been cooked or handled by someone with the virus has led to a subtle yet important trend. Hungry families have turned back to good, old-fashioned fresh groceries which they prepare themselves as meals for their loved ones. In Britain, Ocado and Amazon Fresh would represent the most obvious candidates to benefit with competition provided by big supermarkets like Tesco, Asda and
3: Morrison's.
0: Yeah, I'll add to that. I heard uh, Steve Mnuchin, the uh, Treasury Secretary, in an interview yesterday, saying mm-hmm. that the amount, the surge in spending on uh, household items, groceries, etc., pretty much from an, from a grand USA economic scale, uh, equalizes the loss of business in the travel industry, which includes cruise lines and airlines and hotels. Now, of course, you know. They won't last that long, but it was pretty interesting to see how how that balances out. And I think a lot of people bought stuff that, you know, isn't like they're going to eat it and, uh, and, uh, and we'll have to, you know, they're just going to keep that. And then they're going to keep on shopping. They're going to, you know, I think a lot of things will remain relatively normal, except for well, some I'm, obvious industries.
1: I'm guilty of that. I have to be honest. Uh, We went out and we stopped. I mean, we stayed pretty stocked up in the first place. I you mean, got four kids. You're feeding an army. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we doubled down, not out of fear of the contagion, but more out of the possibility of limiting our movement. Sure. that's the, That's the angle I came from. Like, when if they say you can't go to the store or right. stores have to close or... Right. They right. have limited hours. I mean, we've seen this with... The, I didn't see it, but you saw it with the gas uh, uh, situation in the 1980s. Maybe they say only half the people can go to the store at a time or, yep. or you know... This div, you know, just divvying up of the population. So, so y- and an-
0: you guys aren't staying indoors all the time, though. The kids go out and they, they, can they go out and play? Or are you keeping them in the oh, house? Oh yeah, they go out
1: and play. Yeah. No, uh, no, no we, you can't keep them in the house for a month. I mean, that's uh, that's completely unreasonable.
0: Well, we let them move in the, in the basement right in the basement with some sewing to do. For a month, it's not China. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa! Bigoted much? (laughs) No,
1: I'm just saying.
11: Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, so we we've seen the products flying out. And another thing I want to point out is, I think DoorDash, Uber Eats, this might be the death of them because I don't think anybody is going to be trusting. A stranger to bring their food to them.
0: Yeah, uh, no, and you know I think there was, remember there was an article about thirty percent of all uh, food deliveries. You know, will grab a fry out of your bag or something. <laughs> There's some, some yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that. That's but, why I never. But it kind of sucks, man. Think, this this is this is a real job for a lot of people. They need you know they do that. They'll do Instacart or whatever you know favor. They'll run a couple of different of these things, and it's a real income. So I I hope that. Yeah, you know, I hope things so even out.
1: Are we coming back to common sense? The re, reason why I ask it: wash your hands, cover your mouth when you sneeze. I mean, the what the vampire sneeze, or don't right. let a stranger bring your food to you. I mean, these are kind of
0: kind of common sense things,
1: common sense things. But maybe we need to maybe we need this to bring people back to reality.
0: Well, al- I don't know. Also, we we need to uh, be mindful that. You you don't want to disinfect your hands all the time. You know, you do mm-hmm. need to, your immune system needs. Uh, George Carlin said your immune system needs practice. You know, it's got to get some crappy stuff on it. You can't just be you know clean all the time because you'll get sick.
1: Yes. All, well, outside of products, I think there's a group of people also trying to use the media to change the narrative. And that narrative being in the last clip with uh, Dr. Drew, Mm -hmm. they're saying that Chinese restaurants were basically going out of business and uh, the Chinese people are being treated a certain way. And I heard this clip on the Karen Hunter show of her pushing it back against that narrative.
7: Let's go to Kyle in Pennsylvania. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Karen. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you?
4: I'm doing well. Um, you'd mentioned earlier about calling this virus certain names and it being racist. Yeah. And then people are also using things such as the Spanish flu and Zika. And that's also a name of a location. I was wondering if you could just
7: elaborate on why. Well, the Spanish flu actually started in China. So I don't know quite why they call it that. But, you know, we're in a different time. The Spanish flu is what year was that, Kyle? When was that?
4: Oh, nineteen twenties, 1920s I believe 1918
7: to 1920 it lasted two years that was the worst one of the worst flu epidemics pandemics we ever had um, so I, you know then, that race, uh, racism wasn't that thing now it is now though so if you're calling it the woohoo woo flu and when the Chinese flu is to is to demon is to demonize I'm not I'm not gonna yell over him it's to demonize a group of people
0: <laughs> i like to call it the kung flu that's uh yeah. very accurate kung flu and it's funny
1: i uh, think a lot but i think a lot of people uh chinese can we talk about this with the nba
0: and the china uh chinese well i mean i i, I, think, I don't i have to get the goggles on mo but i i have, I have to say something up front ahead, i think go you're ahead. gonna go into a little deeper history of this uh-huh. to me this is very easy and i saw it when uh, this just started in Italy, my sister lives in Florence, that's the southern part of Italy, but that is now also, you know, a red zone on lockdown. Um, they started this, the same narrative, oh, uh, people are, are being racist towards Chinese, go out and hug a Chinese person. They had Chinese people in the streets with masks on, with blindfolds, with a sign that says, please hug me, I'm Chinese. And people go up to them and hug them and say, hey man, we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. What you need to know is that Italy is the number one, the first country in the European Union a year ago to sign up with the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative. They've had, you know, constant um, uh, Chinese delegations, workers. Half of Italy is owned by China when it comes to the clothing industry up in the north, where they have 100,000 workers. So this is clearly a message from the, Chinese Communist Party saying uh, you have to stop this because they hate it when you they don't even want you to put Taiwan on the map so they're anal about it and I think the same thing is happening uh, with the media you know I I only have an example from CNN who three, three weeks ago were saying uh, Wuhan 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 now they're saying it's racist. Uh, You know, CNN owned by Warner Media owned by AT&T, who has huge deals with the Chinese. So, and I, yeah, go ahead. And I know I
1: found it weird that Karen Hunter, why would she take this on as a uh segment or, you know, the naming? The reason why I say that is Zika.
6: It was 1947, deep in the Uganda forest. A British virus hunter named George Dick was researching the dreaded yellow fever virus, putting rhesus monkeys in cages, letting them be bitten by mosquitoes to isolate the virus from their blood. But George Dick noticed something strange in rhesus monkey number 766, a virus never before seen. He called it Zika, after the forest. <laughs>
0: It's racist. What what was the
1: pushback then? Uh, Saying, you know, uh, calling it Zika, you know, put African people, uh, you know, it's it's racist against African people. And I got a short list here. You got the uh, Guinea worm, which is from the (laughs) Guinea uh, coast of Africa, West Africa. You got the West Nile virus. (laughs) Uh, That's self-explanatory. You got the German measles. Uh, You got the Zika virus, which is from the Zika forest in Uganda. And then you have Ebola, uh, which no. is named after the Ebola River in Zaire. And you forgot the what? Wakanda flu. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where was the pushback to say, all oh, to use those names are racist? Well, it didn't exist.
0: No, of course it didn't exist. There, <laughs> there must be something else going on. Well, as we always
1: know, every chance I get, I love to see what the real is talking about. And even they push back on the racism. Wow. wow.
12: It's being reported that a lot of Chinese restaurants in New York City have been seeing a drop in business because people are afraid of the coronavirus. And even though there's been no confirmed cases of corona in New York, businesses have seen drops up to 70 percent because of the fear of Chinese tourists traveling to the city. Mm. There's also been a huge problem of people being racist towards Asian Americans over the virus. Even rapper Cash Doll got in trouble this week for posting and then deleting a racist Disney meme showing the other Disney princesses being scared of Mulan. <laughs> I can't even believe that was even so made. Bad. Like who right. made that? Someone took time. Ah, so ladies, what do you think of this? That's I'm always curious. Ignorant. I'm always curious, like you just said, ignorant. Do people really not know that this is not okay? They it know it's fa- not okay. You think Cash Doll knew when she posted this? I'm posting some racist stuff. She, people, obviously, especially if you're in a minority, if you're a minority, you know what racism feels like. Yeah. And then you go and post something like this yourself. What are you thinking? Because they think the laugh is worth it. Yeah, they, they yes, thought it was a, was a joke, and I think it's unfair. To assume that, it, that this virus comes from one person. Yes, it, it, it started in China, but it's spreading. And now it's a worldwide, right. it's a worldwide issue. And so that, it's our issue. It's our issue. And viruses don't discriminate.
0: <sighs> Brother. No, <laughs> so yeah. viruses well, they, they, don't discriminate. They're, they're just on. The, well, I'm not so sure about that. This one seems well, <laughs> to discriminate between men and women, smokers and non-smokers. It seems to definitely discriminate. Uh-huh and it isn't yeah, go ahead I know. Ahead. well I, I was just going to say I heard on Saturday Night Live I heard uh, Chris Red say black people can't get it so uh, that was an interesting message he sent out there where well, according to
1: Dr. Gene uh, Cottle, yes black people can get coronavirus
2: next oh my god this next one I need no prop for in fact I'm the prop for this next one. I literally was in the beauty shop just yesterday. I'm not even kidding. And I overheard this woman talking to another woman saying, she said something like, did you hear? I heard that black people can't get coronavirus. Uh-huh. Yeah, she really said, I, I said, what? <laughs> and she said it again. She's like, yeah, I heard that black people can't get coronavirus. And she was literally having a conversation with another woman about this. Uh, guys, I'm black. Many of you might be black. Um, There is no evidence to say that black people cannot get coronavirus. This is a myth. Okay, anyone can get coronavirus. Now, we know it mostly affects uh, older people more seriously. It seems that younger people are spared or have milder disease. But guys, in terms of races now, black people can get coronavirus. Okay, that's a myth.
0: Well, I don't think she knows. I don't think anybody knows. We don't have any data. I mean, I. We don't even know how old most of these people are that are dying. When you hear, oh, Washington, oh, 40 people dead, you're like, oh, my God. You know, know, unfortunately, a poorly run old folks home, you know, they didn't take care of business and a lot of people died. But I average age of 80. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if uh, if this affects uh, African-Americans, Asians, Caucasians differently. I don't know. By the way, white people are Caucasians. You know, we are part of the, of the Asian family.
1: Mm-hmm. So she says it's a myth, but according to Gabon 24, it seems more like a it has some factual backing in it.
13: So far, only two people have been officially infected with the virus on the continent. One in Egypt and another in Algeria for no deaths. A drop in the ocean of 80,000 cases and more than 2,700 deaths recorded in some 40 countries on the planet. Modeling published in the medical journal The Lancet has made Egypt Algeria and South Africa, the three countries of Africa most threatened, but also the least vulnerable because they are best prepared to spot infection. But despite numerous warnings, the epidemic does not seem to develop significantly on the continent until now. Some advance the possibility of climate protection. Maybe the virus does not grow in the African ecosystem. We don't know, says Professor. Yes, Dampana, head of infection diseases at the Bichat Hospital in Paris. The number of African countries with laboratories capable of identifying COVID-19 increased in a few weeks from 2 to 29.
0: Yeah, I've been tracking Africa for for Mm -hmm. several months now with this, uh, with the full knowledge that China never shut down their um, daily flights between uh, multiple cities, in uh in China and Ethiopia, specifically Addis Ababa. And the Addis Ababa mm-hmm. airport has remained open. There's no no screening, no testing. There's over a million Chinese in on the continent of Africa. And the travel is is just constant, daily going back and forth. And you know, I think the first uh the first two cases were pe- you know were not uh Native Africans they uh you know one one guy came from italy and you know and he was visiting in egypt so of course that counts as africa um and there are some sporadic cases but again we don't know the race uh or even sex of these uh, of these victims um but it's very odd you know the, the slightest trace of anything in africa kills hundreds of thousands we've seen this continuously throughout history
1: yeah, this that's one what zero. I find we- and that's what I find weird. Is I think it's if my numbers are correct. One point five billion people on the continent of Africa. Yeah, only two cases out of the eighty thousand cases that you had at the time. I think it's way higher than that now. I think it's at one forty-one yeah,
0: fifty. Yeah, it's higher. But now, two yeah.
1: two cases out of eighty thousand come from Africa. I know. Just out of sheer data, it's that crazy. would seem like a. Uh, there's something to it but well, also no, it's a how, myth.
0: how about south america how about mexico i don't i don't hear anything from uh any reports in mexico i haven't no.
1: heard any i haven't heard any no man so so that's one myth and then a myth that you uh foreshadowed is um that dr uh jen, jen uh, covered is about cash
2: How many of you have heard the rumor that we shouldn't be using dollar bills or cash because it can spread coronavirus? Yeah, I've actually heard that too. I wanted to look into it to see really what was true and what was not. The World Health Organization was accused of saying just a couple days ago that we shouldn't be using cash in order to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Well, interestingly enough, they came back and said, whoa, we didn't say that. All we're saying, the World Health Organization said, is that if you use cash and when you use cash, you should wash your hands afterwards because you definitely don't want to touch the cash and then touch your face without washing your hands all right so what's the deal guys cash is dirty um yeah and we know that it's in lots of hands right it's got viruses and bacteria and all sorts of stuff on it right (laughs) right
0: right (laughs) well um this of course is not the is not the reason why you have cash but okay (laughs) people don't you know people are ignorant
1: it's working out too, just from a conspiratorial uh, angle. If Go you ahead. just look at this, you're stopping the movement of people, i.e., martial law, <laughs> or you know, I mean, martial law light. Then you want to take my cash away from me?
0: You shut down schools? Hey, brother, you you're the one living in Virginia. They're gonna, they're taking your guns away. I'm in Texas, so I'm feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> Right,
1: <laughs> so that I mean that's the next thing. It's like, oh, guns can guns are spreading corona. Uh.
0: <laughs> no, I I really I really don't see this. I think this is it's beautiful. I said um, a couple days ago, there's no there's no stopping it. This is already mm-hmm. underway. The flattening of the curve. I identified that as the meme very early on, and this is actually in my mind because of all the stimuli, everything that's come out, everything that's been discussed. The American mm-hmm. public is has said, "Fuck it, we're we're going to take care of ourselves." And here's what we're going to do: we're shutting down some things. We're not going to uh, go to certain events. We're not. And this was not government mandated at all. It still isn't government mandated. The no. amer the American people took the external stimuli from uh, the social media and from um, uh, mainstream media itself, uh, from the horrible performance the president had himself on uh wednesday night which was really the worst speech the worst performance uh it, it really instilled zero confidence that's when the market tanked 2000 points that's when everyone really started going nuts buying stuff on thursday um that all of these things combined then the american people said okay we're going to take care of ourselves now interesting that then you know you see some of these abnorma- abnormalities such as you know grabbing toilet paper uh, but, mm-hmm. but it was, I think it was pretty self-organized and, and you can say that's good or bad. Um, it, it worked and, and it's a, well, re- let's,
1: let's re let's uh, revisit one of our running things on this show, the nudge. Sure. They, they nudge the people and I like go back to my theory. This is a psychological warfare. If I'm trying to say, oh, okay, I, I want to nudge people. Oh, yeah, we, we, we might, you know, cash, we got to look at cash. That's a nudge. Yeah. If you have a conspiratorial mindset, if you know, um, when you say we're going to restrict your movement, that's a nudge for people that, you know, are looking for a martial law to come in FEMA camps. And, he, you know, it's a constant nudge. I'm not saying these things are real. I'm just saying that they're playing on the psychology of people all oh, these little I tol- signals I totally and then they agree. run with it
0: i totally agree and and every day there's different little tests going on and, and I, as i stated before this is the way we're responding in, to some degree the way we're compliant is because of the you know zombie land world war z uh contagion outbreak i mean these are all hugely it, any disaster movie it's all in our mind uh, again, I'm so happy that the Pope didn't die. You know, th- you you want to see some shit go down? Have that happen. Tom Hanks. Okay, it'll be sad. We'll do some memorials, but you know, it's it's uh, d- yeah. We are proof that we can be uh, easily controlled with the right stimuli. This, Absolutely. This
1: this is very reminiscent of 9 11. And on the psychological side, not the not the not the uh, yes and human no. loss.
0: Yes and no. Um. Well no one understands the human loss. No one n- n- human beings are very yeah. bad at putting that into perspective. But right. this was not a what what no one will be able to say is what happened on the day the Wuhan flu broke. You know, no one will know there's no date. There's there's you know, there's no one event associated with it other than I think a, a poor performance by the president who redeemed himself the next day uh, or a Friday I, I, actually.
1: The the point I'm making is Certain things that were not acceptable before nine eleven are acceptable now. Oh, of course. The, you know those ca- those uh, beha- uh, human behavioral things that before pre nine eleven we wouldn't accept it, but post nine eleven we will accept it. Like walking into a store and a store having infrared uh, thermometer cameras that measures your temperature. I'm seeing these things now. I mean. This is going to be commonplace in workplaces. And, oh, yeah. And, oh um,
0: not, not just that. It's going to scan you because of the chip in your head. Of course. Right. So I think it's a conditioning. <laughs>
1: We're taking it lightly. But no, I no think it'll happen for sure. Yeah. It's a conditioning of let's see how far we can push them uh, or nudge them so they'll give up more of their freedoms. And as we always do, we always look to see how these stories trickle down to the local news. Well, Detroit Local 4 covers the cash situation.
5: And we know everybody has so many questions concerning the coronavirus, and our Dr. Frank McGeorge is working very diligently to make sure that we can answer all those
4: questions you have. Tonight, he's addressing a common question that affects everyone, our money. Yeah, Karen and Jason, exactly. Concerns over coronavirus, well, they've created intense swings in financial markets. But I'm talking about greenbacks, the cash in your wallet. We touch it. We pass it between people. Some people even lick their fingers as they count it. Is that a problem? Viewers from Plymouth to Gross Point ask, "Can you get coronavirus from handling money?" The answer is we don't know, but it's worth thinking about since mid-February, the Bank of China has been either destroying bills or disinfecting their cash with ultraviolet light and high temperatures, then storing it for seven to fourteen days before re-releasing it back into the circulation that is based on studies that have shown bacteria and viruses can survive on money now there is no study that shows the covid19 virus can survive on cash however an unidentified representative from the world health organization reportedly told a british newspaper that cash could be contributing to the spread of covid19 Now, the U.S. Treasury has not made any statement on U.S. currency. Until this issue is properly studied, I would recommend a common-sense approach. Where possible, use cashless options. (laughs) I
0: I do want to be clear, because I agree with you on the psychological warfare, but it's not one front. It's not one actor. Uh, There's many, many, many little teams doing things for their own benefit, uh, again, money's being made in the markets. Uh, there's all kinds of uh, competitive businesses being. This is, by the way, you'll see big companies being uh, acquired. We'll have lots of uh, acquisition because uh, mm-hmm. stock prices are very low. This is the moment when a lot of things happen. And indeed, uh, I mean, there's so much incentive to get rid of cash because Silicon Valley, in particular, uh, Apple Pay, Google Wallet, uh, tap and go cards they want to be your bank they want to be your bank they will not be happy until they are your bank
1: and i'm not saying it's a concerted effort for one
0: i know but I'm, group, i just one, I, I just want point. to cover a cover for you yeah. so we don't get to completely excoriated. <laughs> it's complete yeah. nut jobs
1: oh no This is what that's what i'm saying is they throw these little nudges out here so if you're whatever way you're leaning you're gonna lean more towards that way. Oh, for sure. If you're if you're anti Trump, this will make you more anti Trump. That's right. If you know, if you're if you're pro Trump, this will mean all the media is picking on Trump. Yep. You know, even Trump, he's I don't I don't want those tests. Why would you want the test? So the count will go the number will go. Oh up my god, this, is,
0: this is like this is like the most important question they have. Yeah, I, like, yeah, have you I been understand tested why that? he didn't do that. That's political. That's, That's political. political. Very I mean political. He, he was like I don't want. I don't want the uh,
1: uh, accurate way of counting how many people have this this thing. Um, if you're cash, if you're pro cashless, which China is very pro cashless, that this works for them because they can say, "Oh yeah, we like, we got to get rid of the currency," which they're trying to head, which helps with the social scoring or social credit score. And those, though, I mean, it's. Yeah, I think I mean, every they, they- group they- is weaponizing in the way they want to weaponize it. It's it's not a concerted effort, but they all have this one thing that they can shine a light through it, that prism to whatever they how they want it to seem.
0: Never let never let a good crisis go to waste. Rahm Emanuel said it. That's (laughs) never let it go to waste, and and smart people don't. Podcasters, on the other hand, (laughs) just make another show.
1: And with that said, one of the greatest forms of entertainment has been severely impacted, that being sports.
12: And coronavirus coverage does continue with Steve Christakos. Uh, Steve, major developments pouring in from the sports world. What else is left to talk about that's not it's, canceled?
14: It's just unbelievable, Manila. You know, rapidly moving story here. In the past 24 to 48 hours has been new territory, not only for the world in general, but the entire sports industry in particular. Everything virtually canceled with no certainty of when or if things will pick back up. Thursday afternoon was one of the most unforgettable days this country has seen in recent years as the final domino fell with the historic move to completely cancel March Madness. In a statement released by NCAA President Mark Emmert and the Board of Governors, due to COVID-19, the Division I men's and women's basketball tournaments, as well as remaining winter and spring championships, will not take place. This triggered by NBA star Rudy Gobert testing positive for the virus, and that single case stem- seemed to send a ripple effect across the sports world. With the rapidly moving cancellation of every major sports league in the country and international organizations who had not already done so, they quickly followed suit. Yep,
1: we've seen this before, and with sports, how sports can change how an infectious disease disease is viewed. One being Mister Magic Johnson. Oh, right, of course, with the HIV. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing that this guy Rudy Gobert. The story is that. He was like very uh, flippant about the uh, coronavirus. He was touching the microphones and teasing his uh, right, teammates. Right. <laughs> and all of a sudden, two days later, he ends up with the coronavirus. Uh huh. Being one, a black, he's, uh, he's, right I hold, on uh, oh, yes. yeah. hold on a second oh yes hold on a second now we have we have
0: we have a winner ladies and gentlemen our first black person with coronavirus now he's and then his team made a second black i'm smelling a rat here is what i'm smelling you know they I, they couldn't let the fans in that was not going to happen they saw that coming down broadway like well and then right yeah you know, you know, it's, it's just, well, why one would you person it? didn't
1: see that coming. what person didn't see it coming down Broadway.
0: Oh, uh, LeBron, LeBron James.
15: <laughs> LeBron. Apparently, the possibility has arisen of playing games, playing NBA games without fans in the arena, just to be safe because of coronavirus. Have you thought about what that might be like? Who?
16: Or, hmm? Who? Who what? Who what? We play games without the fans? Yeah. No, nah, it's impossible. <laughs> I ain't playing. <laughs> if I ain't got the fans in the crowd. That's why I play for. I play for my teammates. Play for. I play for the fans. That's what it's all about. So if I show up to a an arena and ain't no fans in there, I ain't playing. So they can do what they want to do. Thanks right. so everyone. Appreciate Thanks it. <laughs>
0: he set that straight, didn't he? I ain't no fans are There's no fans, no money. Is also an important. Uh,
1: well LeBron had to walk that back oh really now
0: obviously we're gonna listen yes. to whatever
16: protocol that's going on um, with this issue and uh, <laughs> you know and obviously we got you know the great people upstairs that's gonna do what's best for the franchise and whatever the case may be but you know when we have the games we, we are we maintain our focus um, we've had uh, a lot of things that's kind of you know you know been you know good and bad with our season you know as um, you know put us in a position where we had to, um, you know, think about the game and, you know, and do other things as well. So, you know, with this particular issue, I think we'll, we'll handle it. Um, our, our, Like I said, our franchise will handle it. We'll make sure we continue to do what we've been doing and, and just move on. And
4: the closeness of the team will also help as
16: well. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, anytime um could be any type of distraction or, or can be a distraction, you know, the best way to, to stay maintain your focus being around the guys is to that you've uh, been with, you know, for the majority of the season, so you know, it'd be great. Are
9: there other ways you've been advised to kind of change your behaviors, or, or maybe put more emphasis on certain
6: things?
16: Uh, yeah, I mean, we've had discussions. Um, we've had our team doctors. We have everybody coming in, just giving us uh, what the update of, you know, the the particular virus is going on and uh, what to look for, how to continue to protect yourself, and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, we're just following our protocol. Um, well, it's funny because when I was asked the question of would you play without no fans, I had no idea that it was actually a conversation going on behind closed doors about the particular virus. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm going <laughs> Yeah, from from another side. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now he was. I
1: didn't know you was talking about the Rona. Uh, 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 the Rona. Rona.
0: The Rona. Come
1: on, man. Come the on. Rona. What else would they be asking you about? Not playing with fans, and all of a sudden. You have to come back and pivot and say, "Oh yeah, I'll play with my fans." I mean, we—he was quite adamant about it. Now, I mean, that's what I play for the fans. Yeah. So somebody obviously—and oh, he's use this as a point to say—somebody obviously is getting everybody on the script, and he obviously wasn't on script when he was asked the question the first time, but he quickly got onto on the script.
0: This uh, has impacted—you know—this impacts a lot of people, stadium workers. You know, uh, it's the obvious obvious uh, pain uh i have i have a minority stake in grand prix radio which does uh radio reports and it also plays music uh of formula 1 and you mm-hmm. know australia the grand prix is canceled this is this is a big show the formula 1 is a massive show when it comes to town uh and a lot of people benefit austin uh not, not until november but austin benefits tremendously from it 100 million dollars comes in in, uh, in a week um and it's even so bad that, you know, we can't even, uh, t- you know, we're in negotiations for extension of the, the rights to use the Formula One um, trademark. And, that you know, they they can't even find time to do it. They're all freaking out trying to figure out what to do. It's, a lot of people's income depends on Formula One. Just another, another way that this affects uh, sport and everyone around it. And I, I, I'm not a sports guy, as you know. <clears throat> uh-huh. Well, I am. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you are. I'm highly upset. I'm highly <laughs> upset. <laughs> I'm sorry. What are you going to do with your time? you Are you going to go play a Street Fighter or what are you going to do if you know <laughs> basketball? Oh, my.
1: One thing I want to point out is this. Uh, they even shut down March Madness. March Madness being the second most fan-friendly sporting event in America right? outside the Super Bowl. So for that to be shut down, this is this is serious. I mean, we're talking about billions of dollars here, just on that one event being yes. lost. Yeah. But I, it, all the sports shows were consumed with this topic of Corona or the Rona, however you want to refer to it. Um, one being Mr. Stephen A. Smith uh, show.
16: Stephen A. and I were texting yesterday, and we had a conversation. First off, that the NBA, as they were quick to pivot. And i give them a lot of credit for that i also think they were a
1: little bit slow and dragged their feet at the beginning of it considering that you had different teams that were acting as individual entities saying what they decided they wanted to do instead mm-hmm. of having one uniform decision uh, obviously as this thing continues to scale i think people start to see the severity of it i also think it's a little bit frustrating because now that tom hanks or rita wilson or rudy gobert or donovan mitchell has it it's become a very serious issue i recognize max i hear you often talk about privilege I think that sometimes we have to put this into perspective because we're talking to people at home, but we're talking to about very elite people who have access to get tests like that. Mm -hmm. So what about the everyday person who doesn't have access to get tested?
0: Well, screw the little man. You can uh, use the drive through. (laughs) It's (laughs) the Trump drive through.
1: Well, this goes back to one of the the terms that we use is uh, white adjacent. So it's not only the pri- the white people or uh, white privilege, it's the white adjacent privilege that mm. you can get testing. Obviously, if you're in the NBA, uh you can get the testing because you're a multimillionaire uh celebrity. Right. Uh I so saw I thought that I wanted to add that to it. And it, if,
0: weird if you know, you know, time- Mo if true, if true. I, I I have questions. Even Tom Hanks, I have some questions. Like, oh, mm. no,
1: I, I definitely don't think Rudy go, but I think that's why I brought up the narrative of uh, Magic Johnson. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say this and it might jar a lot of people. I don't think Maddie Johnson ever had HIV.
0: Wow. That's that's a pretty big statement.
1: With uh, well, the reason why I say this is and this is small, uh, small tangent. I'm going to go off on, but at the time that he contracted HIV or allegedly contracted HIV, all the people that contracted at the same time period are dead. Mm-hmm. He's alive, healthy, no T-cell count scares. Pedro from the real world, dead. Uh, The little boy that was on Oprah, dead. I mean, everybody else is dead. This guy's alive, healthy, well. I mean, trust me. And But the way they used him to make it a heterosexual disease... He because was, before yeah, that time, yeah, he was yeah. he was the face of, and that's why I'm talking about these. The reason why I went down this this path, and I'm quickly going to bring it back. But before that time, HIV was seen as a gay uh, disease. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. But once Magic Johnson contracted it or allegedly contracted it, from my viewpoint, it became oh, well, this healthy. Uh, heterosexual virile black men contracted through heterosexual means. They were giving away the free VHS at uh, Blockbuster to show in classes and it became a, a heterosexual disease. So we've seen NBA players be used in, in highly contagious uh, diseases. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Yes, so and, and it
1: wouldn't be it wouldn't be the first time.
0: And I will add to that that uh, the the coordinator for the White House is uh, uh, Dr. Deborah Brix, uh, Burks, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Burks B I R X, and uh she has been the uh well she was the HIV AIDS uh ambassador at large uh within the State Department uh specifically for uh HIV and now for coronavirus. And so she comes with a lot of Uh, credentials in being a a crisis manager but interestingly that you bring that up and she's back she wasn't there for ebola wasn't there for zika but she's Mm -hmm. back for this one
1: and then there's some ties with hiv and corona and if you want to go down that path but i I I really don't want to go down that path but it's just that i just me being a nearly 40 year old man i've seen this sports be used this way before okay uh so i mean i digress but Let's and it's weird that these clips are titled um, just let people know behind the scenes little behind the scenes Stephen A. Smith dude uh, go bear should be jailed for this that was the title of the video on YouTube when I went to go find that clip that portion of the clip it had been removed oh really? the video still up the video is still up but it's that section of it, the title of, this is the title from the YouTube clip uh, Gobert should be jailed for this. So mm. they're pushing a narrative of the same thing with HIV. If you consciously spread the disease,
0: oh, wow, okay, it
1: should be a crime. Uh, but it's funny that they removed that portion from the clip. Huh. And it was people in it was people in the uh, comments saying the same thing. Hey, where'd that part go? Uh, where you know? Hmm. I guess they saw it live and then they came to watch it, and it, it would have been removed. But Uh, the second part of this clip they continue to talk about privilege
8: let me put y'all on pause just for a quick second here they played Toronto Monday Utah Saturday they played at Detroit I spoke to somebody during the show that said excuse me you know what I gotta call some of my folks in Boston because Utah played Boston Friday they played the New York Dicks Wednesday. So think about that. New York, Boston, Detroit, Toronto. It's here. Listen,
17: the virus is here. And as I said, the congressional doctor
9: predicted between 70 and 150 million Americans will get it. It's not an issue of you throw up your hands and say, well, it's here. What are we going to do about it anyway? More reason to to social distance and slow the spread so we don't overtax the health care system.
0: As Jay said, privileged people have access to medicine, but that's not the majority of our population.
1: Hmm. Well, Max slipped up there. Because he was about to say isolate.
0: <laughs> yes. And he, was. he
1: stopped himself and said social distancing. Right. And they bring up this thing about privilege. But as Stephen A. Smith laid out, you have in sports. Basketball is a contact sport. These guys are pushing each other, sweating on each other, and breathing on each other and they the teammates shower together and use the same shower. Half, you know, half, uh,
0: half of them have been to China on promotional visits in the past three months. So then it's like, <laughs> hello, hello, direct contact.
1: But they would want to demonize this one dude, Rudy Gobert, for touching microphones and uh, joking around with his uh, teammates clothes. I mean, it's a contact sport. And not only that, this is the final clip from the Stephen A. set. Uh,
18: nasty ball. But well, people don't understand how disgusting the basketball actually is. Yes. If you think about <gasps> of how course. disgusting. How many people are touching yeah. it? Yes. Yes. I, I, re- I remember this is back in the... But remember, Steve Nash always used to look at him yes. his uh, hands. Yeah. It was just a natural... Guys do all, the ball just is filled with, with germs. germs. Oh, by the way, germs. I mean... <laughs>
9: Yeah, Currency. Go. Yeah. You touch it. Right. Look uh, at the uh, year that uh, the, the yes. dollar. I mean,
4: this is. I know. This is,
9: this we can is the try reality. to do the best on. we
3: can yes. to be vigilant do with the social distancing, the washing. Do we hands, know
9: when he touched all the microphones? Was uh, that was Monday. Monday? That was Monday. That was Monday.
0: <laughs> Monday. <laughs> yeah, I, lo- I Mo. I think the I'm I'm a conspiratorial thinker. I think uh-huh. the uh, the mind of the black man is uh, even more conspiratorial. I really like where you're taking me on this.
1: Well, you you just hold on, sir. Uh, buckle up. Cause <laughs> Whoa, here we go. We're we, we really about to go down the rabbit hole. Uh, but do think about that. You have this spit, sweat, germ ball being passed around by up to fifteen, fifteen, 15, maybe 20 guys in a game, and they're all playing interchangeably with other teams. And this league should be out of commission. But you Completely. heard Matt Kellerman though in currency. You heard him. If you didn't yeah. hear that, oh, he I, threw heard it. It in I heard it. Currency. currency. You know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we we have these talking points. So we've talked about.
0: No, uh, there should be at least ten NBA players uh, infected by now. We should be hearing about it if if it was true. We we have to keep an
1: eye on this and see if the count it goes uh, up goes up or not. Because mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense that two guys and then we're just gonna leave it there. No. 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 We 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 got your we got our eyes on you, NBA, well, as we always do.
0: Yeah, also the, the <laughs> everything got canceled the minute he turned out to be uh, Corona po- Rona positive.
1: That's what the RT clip said that we played previously. That was the catalyst for yep. everything else being shut down. Yep. Um so so we talked about social uh psychology control, economic control, um narratives being uh, laid out in all the parties so we had to now we could come around to politics oh yay so we have (laughs) um, so now we get to just see uh, how they're trying to spin this towards the black voter and this is from the show with uh, Mr. Roland Martin Roland Martin had uh, Dr. Oliver Brooks on his show uh, to talk about the impact of uh, COVID-19
18: so now what we're dealing with is we're 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 scraping together a response. We have not had a state of emergency declared state of emergency declared would allow for other funds to be released. And there's some funds uh, like myself in the community health centers that specifically in a state of emergency. So now what I'm dealing with is a lack of tests patients that have a lot of concerns and i'm challenged to treat them properly also at the end of masons we look at the uh, the health and the welfare of the african-american community and communities that are underrepresented underrepresented we have to be concerned about things like if it gets strongly into the african-american and poor communities Poor transportation, public houses, so we're living all on top of each other. Not great access to healthcare, so I'm sick. Not only may I not go to the doctor because I have to go to work, but I may not go to the doctor because I can't readily get to a doctor.
0: Oh, I do not like this so,
18: guy. <laughs> so he has
1: to politicize it. Of course. Um, we're at high risk, and if it comes into our community, it's going to be even worse for us than anybody else which the continent of Africa hasn't shown (laughs) (laughs) up been a representative of that. But we're just going to roll with that anyway. And let me say this. For the people I know, I know, I know, not ever all of us are from Africa. So I just want to say that. But if you just use it as a test case and him being the doctor uh, from the National Medical Association, you would think you would take that into
0: account, but he doesn't. What is where was this from? What is Roland Martin doing these days? Roland Martin has a YouTube channel. That's so he used to be a correspondent on CNN, and now he's a YouTuber.
1: Well, they roll him out when they need him on oh, MSNBC. Oh, you okay. know, uh, right. when they need a uh, somebody to yell and talk about
0: the black vote or whatever. You know, <laughs>
1: but like, he's, he's, he's like like some sec- babble. If they need some boule babble, then they roll him out. You know, yeah. He's, he he's kind
0: it. of second string though. He's a bencher, right?
1: Oh man, he I mean, uh I, w- I wouldn't he's, he's off the team. It's just like <laughs> he just, you know, he gets a little bit work here and there, but I mean he okay. I think he's off the team. But he he his his uh he's still trying to get back on the team, as you see when he brings people like Dr. Oliver Brooks on.
18: Uh, the studies have shown clearly from the CDC that those that die from this are those that have comorbidities. So we, of course, as
8: African-Americans. First of all, what is that? Others, what is first of all, what's that phrase? What is that? A
18: comorbidity, just if you have some other illness, like in addition to you may have fever and may have been exposed to someone with COVID-19. You also have hypertension, uh, COPD, pulmonary lung disease, diabetes. All of these things put you at higher risk of complications and or death from uh, coronavirus. So if or when this hits the African-American community, communities that are poor, unrepresented, underrepresented, it will devastate us. So that that mortality rate that our um, leader told us, oh, don't worry about it. I have a hunch that it's not as high. and, And the black communities. If COVID really starts to spread, the morbidity rate will be, in fact, high.
0: Oh, wow. How you feeling, Mo? Have you taken your temperature? You're doing okay?
18: Uh,
1: oh, well, I get my temperature taken every day at work, so I don't have to worry about when that. When you come uh, in,
0: is that, are they screening you when you come in? Yeah,
1: we got the camera. We got the infrared cameras.
0: Oh, nice. So,
1: I mean, I, like I said, this, until it started impacting me in my everyday life, like I said, kids out of school for a month, uh, we're working on a skeletons crew team, yeah, uh getting scanned, lunchroom. room. I mean, this is I mean, once this started impacting my life, I started looking at it and the psycholog- um the, the effect on the psychology of it. Now, Mr. Uh Oliver Brooks, I've never heard of him before. So I had to go, as I always do, figure out who these people are. Yes. So I went to the National Medical Association. This is uh, org. This is their uh, official website. And I'm going down his bio, and it says uh, Dr. Brooks has received numerous awards, yada, yada, yada. And then the last paragraph, guess what I find here? Dr. Brooks is a member of Kappa Alpha Psi... <laughs>
0: There it is. <laughs> wait, wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute, Curry. Wait, it gets better. No, and a member of Sigma Pi Phi quotations the boulet
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote? Wait, that's on uh, that's on the National Medical Association website. Yes, they use I the term the. I have it here. I, 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 I got it here. Right, I'm looking at it myself. All the way down to the bottom. I last see Doctor Brooks is a member of the Kappa Alpha Psi and Sigma Pi Phi. The boule for what? This is not, no. This, this has got to be some joke that someone put it in there. Some no. some dude named Ben wrote up this thing. It's like I'm hey, gonna just add this in there. That'd be kind of cool, don't you think? No, he's a
1: card carrying member. Well, uh, let me say this: uh, yeah, Roland this, this Martin is, the is a Nash- member of
0: Kappa Alpha. I know, but this is the Roll National the Medical Association's the... website and they're just throwing the boulet in there. It's not seen as a
1: negative for them. Damn. And you're gonna you gonna you're to see why. That's crazy when we continue on. Oh, I but, love it. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's in the show notes, everybody. <laughs> I, got, I got so you can see it for yourself. This is really it's really there. That's that's pff, mind that's the mind boggler of the show so far.
1: So far. Um, but with that said, uh, this is a value for value show. And so you don't have to be uh, propagandized by Boulay members. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you keep us uh, supported. And I'll, I, I know the No Agenda show has um, karma. Yes. Uh, well, I would like to send some blessings to out there to the people that gave, gave donations and maybe even those people that just need it.
0: And how do you want to uh, make these blessings uh, real? (laughs) Just by saying it? I don't have a sound effect. With with song. Oh, okay.
19: Corona formed against me (laughs) shall prosper.
0: This was an interesting uh, musical piece you shared with us today, uh, Mo. Yes. Who? No
1: what? Rona formed against
0: this. <laughs> <laughs> There's that Rona. <laughs> well, yes, indeed. Uh, and thank you. That's that's some nice <laughs> blessings for everybody who needs no Rona. Uh, this is a, a mm-hmm. this show is value for value. Um, those of you who listened before, uh, listen up again because it's very simple. Uh, work goes into this show uh it's uh, made available completely for free open and available to anyone who wants to listen to it but if you got some value for this and in today's show you might have gotten some some real value you may have calmed down had a little laugh it's going to get even better i'm sure in the next uh, 45 minutes we're going to go uh where only mo can take us we'd love to see that uh this is uh you know there's a reason why you don't hear this topic discussed the way we're talking about it in fact we're just sitting here laughing at the way they're talking about it in the mainstream because they have commercial interest, uh, interest from other countries. I see you, China. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot you know, corporate interest. We don't have that. So we need you to translate the value you receive from this show, whatever you think is worth, and just send it to us. Uh, and we'd like to do that for every single show. If you can, uh, go to mofax.com. We have a direct link, MoFundMe com moe fundme.com is where you can uh, find the direct link and and we have a couple of people to thank uh, not mm-hmm. as many as the last show mm-hmm. but we'll we'll just tack that up to a uh, coronavirus and we start off with our top donor for uh for today uh, for this week's show uh, and he will thus be our executive producer a real credit that we like to give to our uh, our our top supporters and this will be sir seat sitter who says love and light from sir seat sitter mofax is the other best podcast in the universe referring to the no agenda show thank you very much Sir seat sitter uh it's highly appreciated mike uh marikian uh 50 from him great show in the morning gents by the way uh sir seat sitter was 55 dollars 33 uh, lots of uh, numerological messaging in there we love that steve edwards from him, love the show, going through the back catalog, uh, Sir Cross Stitch is his moniker, and yes, and I advise anyone who just stumbled upon this show, they are, uh, well, this is a very particular one, but they're pretty much timeless, they're evergreen, you can listen to them uh, whenever you want in any situation, and it's just a great backgrounder uh, on stuff that you maybe have never heard before, been exposed to before. $49.99 Forty nine ninety nine from James Lawler. Uh, Mofax Adam Curry, keep up the great work, especially yourself. Masterful is quoted by Jimmy James. Thank you for your courage. Lots of yelling there. That's great, James Jimmy James. Thank you very much for your support. Thirty three dollars and thirty three cents from Torben Peterson. Keep up the uh, the work. I'm a little behind in listening, but working on catching up uh, by way of longer dog walks. Perfect. To listen to any podcast, but certainly this one. Terrence Clark, twenty dollars. Thank you for your courage. Uh, Justin DeYoung uh, says, "Eyes open, no fear, be safe." And uh, had a YouTube uh, link for us to look at, which I'm sure. Did you look at it, Mo? At his uh, his YouTube link?
1: I didn't have a chance to. No, I didn't. Okay. Sorry about that. I'll catch you after the show.
0: Thirteen eighty, and that was nineteen ninety one, by the way. Nice number. Thirteen eighty seven from Arnett Weber. And uh, $10 from Elvis, the chef Rosenberg, uh, hashtag Walmart. I see you, the true you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, Elvis, the chef Rosenberg. And finally, $10 from John Alex, double L on the Alex. Uh, Thank you all very much for supporting MoFax with Adam Curry um, and uh, showing us some value, some appreciation for the work that goes into this. Again, it's the only way that uh, we can keep this going. And uh, it it would be great if everyone considered donating for every show. Uh, Again, it doesn't matter how much it is, as long as people are donating. So if if you haven't done it before, uh, please consider that. uh, uh, MoFax.com or direct donation link at MoFundMe.com, M-O-E-FundMe.com. And thank you all so much. Well,
1: at some point, we always have to go back. And this is the portion of the show, mm-hmm. Adam. You said that uh, we have a conspiratorial mind, and that is has a just reason for having that way. Well, one because, reason I'm not because you get fucked all the time. But, <laughs> yeah, but one reason I'm not worried about the coronavirus, uh, the Rona, is that we're hearing about it usually when they when they screw us
0: over. <laughs> That's you don't <laughs> hear about. <it>. Yeah. <laughs> good so, point uh, uh, fair point fair point <laughs>
1: so it's like I, I know people like wow they're laughing about it. you know trust me if we're hearing about it it's probably not a th- real threat okay with that said uh they have ways biolo- biological warfare on black people one way is through bad milk this is uh from the new york times
6: These are maps of diabetes. The top map is New York City. Everybody's drinking the same drinking water. The darkest areas on the top is Harlem, where the African Americans predominate in the community, and then Bronx, the Bronx, and is it Queens? I don't know New York City very well. (laughs) But two other areas where minorities and poor live, why do they have much higher rates of diabetes than the rest of the affluent part of New York City? The answer is that we discovered after Chernobyl that the state milk boards are taking the most contaminated radioactive milk from dairies near nuclear power plants and they're shipping that into black inner-city communities where it's sold in the mom and pop stores look at africa in the bottom map it has the lowest diabetes in the world so how can diabetes be genetic in blacks if they didn't have it in africa it's because u.s national policy is to genocide the black communities with radiation
0: well that's not very nice. (laughs) that's <laughs> rather rude.
1: And, and when I heard this clip Okay, there's a show called The Hunters. Have, on Amazon. Have you seen this show uh, I've or seen, I've, the seen, advertisement I've
0: seen the trailer, yeah, of course. And they wasn't that the okay. one that they postponed and then they came back with it again. I believe so. It's uh,
1: about Nazi hunters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, spoiler alert for uh, give people Two seconds to put their fingers in the air because I'm going to do a little spoiler alert here on this show. The plot of the show is well, for this season, the Nazis that were brought in through Operation Paperclip, which
0: is a factual um, yep, thing, yep. I'll put it in the show notes, are,
1: are creating high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> to sell it into uh urban communities
0: wow well, i haven't heard you know i had we used to talk about this all the time <laughs> high fructose corn syrup which now has all kinds of different names you know so the, the, the glucose or whatever they call it different things now oh yeah this is this is a wh- terrible shit
1: yeah so that that's the plot is they're creating that they're like oh you put it in there you know those, those the black people that drink anything so uh <laughs> <laughs> so it's this is art imitating life, imitating art because bad products they send to "quote unquote" urban, which urban equals black of uh, and um uh, neighborhoods, and that's from the New York Times. Wow. Uh, well, let's keep going. They gave us bad milk, and according to Mike Adams from uh, Natural
17: News, they also give us bad water. Have you ever noticed that every mass poisoning in America, it seems, just happens to take place in black communities? I mean, think about this. Uh, Flint, Michigan, right? Detroit, basically. Uh, Lead in the water supply. Not not a small amount, a massive amount, a, a potentially fatal amount of lead if consumed over time. Highly toxic, highly damaging to the development of the human brain it was deliberately put into the water supply there was a massive cover-up carried out by white people by the way and it's <laughs> targeted specifically the black community of flint michigan which is predominantly black and this is just one of many such cases in the past, there was also this this poisoning in the Washington D.C. water supply. Well, who lives in Washington D.C.? I'm talking about the residents there, not the not the bureaucrats who commute in, but then go home some in some other rich community. The people living in D.C. are black folks, predominantly, and that's where the poisoning took place. Mm.
1: So there is bad water, you know. So we all know about Flint. But we didn't hear about it, and now we don't hear about it again.
0: Well, uh, but I, so the, he said something a little misleading there. He said, "Okay, yeah, because it, it, what the equation he did make, but didn't quite make, was this had they? It, it's one thing to say they perpetrated this on poor people, and look who mm-hmm. lives in the poor neighborhood. He kind of went, kind of bypassed that and went straight to it was against black people. I mean, there's also right. brown people in the poor neighborhoods, and all you know, so." Uh, I, I wouldn't call that a direct target necessarily. At least not that example.
1: Well, if you know the percentage, and when I when that when they say people of color, this is this is one of those things. Color you mean people, color people. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I was getting there. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's non-white, and we have to go back to the definition of white. When we say white, not every white person is white.
0: No. Although I've discovered so, something. so we have
1: to put all this. We had to put all this into the right perspective when we talk about these things. I, that is population control. I have
0: to admit something to you. I I mm-hmm. I uh, did a, a month of ancestry dot com. Man, right. I am white. I'm literally coming from Scotland and Ireland, Northern Ireland. I, I think I think mm-hmm. I'm one of them. I may have some reptilian in me, actually. But i well, But seriously, I I come from bloodlines. I'm afraid I might. And you know what? You might be the only white person I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not real. I'm a bot. It's just some AI. Yeah. So, <laughs> I no, mean but I'm right. just
1: saying that.
17: Bad, bad milk. Bad water. Yeah. Um. And how about some bad medicine? Think about the vaccine-autism link cover-up, which was admitted by the CDC scientist known as Dr. William Thompson. He confessed to it. We've carried it on our website, naturalnews.com. You can read his confession. He says that he and other scientists at the CDC covered up statistical evidence, scientific evidence, showing a link between vaccines and autism in who? young african-american boys Hmm. not white boys african-american boys so we've got we got the water poisoning in flint we got the water poisoning in washington dc we got the vaccines all targeting
0: black communities and that's not all hey is that uh do you see that as 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 a fact that um Uh, Young black boys have a higher rate of autism after vaccinations. I I don't know anything about this. Here's the thing about
1: vaccine with me. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm an anti-stacker. And what I mean by that is I think when they go to give you 20 rounds of vaccines at one time. Too
0: much. Too much.
1: uh, I think that's overkill. I only allow my children to get the vaccines necessary to go to public schools and nothing more. Right. Uh, so I'm not an anti-vaxxer, but I am, I am an anti-stacker and I I'll, I will push back on anybody. I will say that if your kids are going to get vaccines, if it's inconvenient to make a couple extra trips, you know, so you can spread them out over time, I will recommend that. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> but w- wait. And you have to put all this in the context, and by the end of this, you will see where I'm going with this. Why we're, as quote unquote, the black community, are so skeptical. One, as you heard, that was, that was the numbers from the CDC saying that black boys suffer more from autism. I mean, if we're going to believe them about the Rona, then we we have to. Then we. I mean, we can't pick and choose what we believe from these organizations. And the historical dealings that we had with these organizations. So let's go ahead and wrap up with Mr. Adams on more bad medicine.
17: Look at the cancer industry in places like uh, Detroit. And we've covered this extensively on Natural News. The cancer industry, it it is a racket that that they have predatory business practices that target black men and black women because they know that, that those people will have more aggressive cancers because of their skin color, which blocks ultraviolet light from the sun, which generates vitamin D. So the black communities tend to be vitamin D deficient. And as a result, they are more lucrative to the cancer industry. And so these predominantly white-owned cancer organizations, for-profit businesses, they set up shop in low-income black communities, then they offer free screening so they can falsely diagnose black people with cancer so they can make a fortune treating them treating them with chemotherapy that they don't even need. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, I know a lot, so I know a lot of people
1: are saying, now, Mo, uh, here you go with the, you know, the targeting. Uh, well, you have to look back. <laughs> now we, ha- this this is the point of show. We go back, uh, Adam, are you familiar with the, uh, Tuskegee experiment?
0: Yes. All too familiar. Sadly, very familiar okay. with it.
1: So this is a great backdrop for, uh, the distrust that we have for these medical organizations and even doctors in general. Uh, it's, it's, Weird because a lot of black people either one look at doctors as gods on earth, and then the other half are like very skeptical because of past dealings with with doctors in the medical industry. Uh, with that said, let's get into some background for uh, the Tuskegee uh, experiment.
5: In 1932, the medical community still did not know a whole lot about treating syphilis. This was the case despite documentation of the disease dating all the way back to around when Columbus made his famous jaunt across the Big Blue. According to the Oxford Journal, syphilis was a cultural embarrassment and had many different names that exemplified prejudices of different nationalities. The German and English called it the French pox. The Russians referred to it as the Polish sickness and the Poles as the German sickness. The Japanese called it the Chinese ulcer. (laughs) In the 16th century, Europe experienced a syphilis epidemic, which was likely caused by the abundance of sailors traveling from seaport to seaport and doing what sailors do when they come into port. In fact, there is some evidence that points to Columbus and his crew being the ones who brought syphilis back from the New World.
0: Yeah, that's the background. This is, this is such a sick story. I was alive when this took place. This was still going on in the 70s. Mr.
1: Curry, I heard you ring your bell, and I wonder if you picked up what I picked up on.
0: Uh, I already forgot what I was picking up on. The names. The the French pops. Oh, yes. And- <laughs>
1: yeah, so of course. That's When well, not- you go
0: back earlier in the show, your Oh, name was don't, it, don't they- call it no Chinese. <laughs> don't call it no Wuhan flu. Don't do that. uh-uh,
1: uh-uh. Right, it's right. Uh but when people calling the Russian pox or the uh, French whatever, mm-hmm. I mean this whenever or uh I just left that in there for whenever disease is origin from another place is going to be
0: identified as that place. But oh no, you can't do that now. In in fact, um swine flu, which I I contracted swine flu and lived mm-hmm. through it, uh in Europe was called Mexican flu. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, uh, no one calls the, the Europeans out as racist. <laughs> but, but And, and maybe uh, there was a reason for us calling it swine flu and not calling it Mexico flu. Maybe it wasn't Mexico flu. I don't know. But you're right. This is uh, it's very obvious that there's forces at work uh, when it comes to the naming and the origin of, uh, of uh, the Rona.
1: Yes. So now we're about to get into the real meat potatoes of this uh, Tuskegee uh, experiment. So the
5: PHS approached the Tuskegee Institute about forming a research group in order to study the effects of untreated syphilis on a black male population for a duration of six to nine months, and then follow up with a treatment plan. The Institute agreed, along with the head of the university's hospital, Dr. Eugene Dibble. The study during the first year was led by Dr. Taliaferro Clark. The PHS enrolled 600 Macon County men, 399 with syphilis, and 201 who weren't infected. They would be a part of the study. None of the men actually knew what the The study was for. They were lured in with the promise of free healthcare, something that none of them had, and also the treatment of bad blood, a general localized term that encompassed several different afflictions, including anemia, fatigue and other venereal diseases. The men were told that they were going to get free medical exams, meals and burial insurance. For those who actually had syphilis, they were never informed of their diagnosis, nor given any treatment for it.
0: Did anyone ever actually go to jail over this? Did anyone get uh, in trouble for this horrible experience? Uh, <laughs> of course why not. Why am I even thinking uh,
1: that? Right. So let's get into the characters here of uh, who, uh, uh, who were at play. Uh, we have Mr. Dr. Dibble. He was the head of uh, John Andrews H- a Hospital at Tuskegee Institute. And he was known to say or attribute to him... Uh, he argues that a prominent black institution very much dependent upon white philanthropy uh, could not afford in the 1930s to risk antagonizing the U.S. government by refusing to participate in a P.H.S. activity of this sort. <laughs> wow. So this is a black doctor. <laughs> and <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah. Dr. Dibble was a black doctor. And <clears throat> uh Dr. Dibble was working under one Mr. R. R. Moulton. Uh, We talked about him before. Uh, he was the president at the, t- at the time of, um, let's go down, and let's see about Mr. R. R. Moulton. Uh, He's uh, the Tuskegee Experiment, one of the most infamous biological research studies in the U.S. history, began while Moton headed Tuskegee Institute. A clinical study con- conducted between 1932 and 1972. Oh. This was supposed to last six to nine months and lasted
0: forty years. Yeah, well, the, surely we put up a statue of this fine man for for this great work that he's done. Well, we do name elementary schools after him
1: because there is a R R Moton Elementary School. Really? But let me Damn. let me continue on and endorsed the study and provided institutional resources, including medical personnel. The study was finally shut down in 1972 amid ethical controversy. It says Moton sat on the boards of major philanthropic organizations with the likes of Andrew Carnegie mm-hmm. and John D. Rockefeller Jr. as his influences uh, uh, with it. And his influence was considerable. So let's go back up here when Mr. uh, Mr. Dibble, Dr. Dibble said, uh, we can't, uh, we're very much dependent on white uh, uh, philanthropy. uh, Philanthropy. uh, So they couldn't antagonize the U.S. government. So that's what they were talking about, those gentlemen there. And just another side note, on January 3rd, 2009, a U.S. district, district judge stated that John Hopkins University Bristol Myers Squibb and the Rockefeller Foundation must face a $1 billion lawsuit for their roles in a similar experiment fa- affecting Guatemalans.
0: Wow. So, But take that all in. <laughs> did did they pay a billion dollars to the uh, families of the Tuskegee uh, experiment?
1: Well, we're going to get to the payout. But first, we've talked about Mr. R.R. Moton on this show before. And in the throwback clip, let's talk about T- Tuskegee's Moton Hall. The United States Army Office of Intelligence hired a black man by the name of R.R. This is gonna blow people's mind. Booker T. Washington's vice principal at Tuskegee Institute was a paid undercover intelligence officer for the United States Army, whose job was to spy on Booker T. Because
0: they were concerned that he was using Tuskegee, and they were correct in their suspicion as a hideout for black revolutionaries away from the Klan and away from the government. Oh,
11: yeah. That
1: was one of our early shows, I think.
0: Uh-huh. Booker That's T. Mr. R. R. Moton huh. And Mr. Dr. Dibble, he worked
1: in and out for the, uh, we would go come to the university, then he would go back to the veteran affairs, uh, the VA. Huh. So there's military ties there. But you asked the question. I think the next clip will answer your question about the payout. Uh, Let's get into experiment three. Additionally,
5: very painful and unnecessary spinal taps were performed on many people in the study. It was said that the reason for the deception was that it would be the only way the men would stay in the study and the researchers they wanted to closely observe the course of the disease over a large sample size to see the effects as the disease progressed, even to death. But not to worry, because as long as the ones that died allowed autopsies to be performed, their funeral expenses would be covered. It was actually not an uncommon practice at the time of taking the government consent in medical matters rather than the individuals. But in part, the deception seemed to result from the lack of respect that the doctors had for the men's intellectual capabilities. Most were illiterates, which the researchers thought was helpful, as it would be harder for the subjects to figure out what was going on. There were also less than subtle hints of racial prejudice. For example, in a letter to a colleague, Dr. Clark wrote that these Negroes are very ignorant and easily influenced by things that would be of minor significance in a more intelligent group.
1: Uh. Ugh. <laughs> Brother. Well, with that, with that said, I have a little bit more uh, background on Mr. Dibble. And it, said it has been suggested that their, their participation could also be accounted due to the class divisions between black physicians and the black community. Mm. Are are we picking up the Boulay vibes yet?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, Black upper middle class positions do not identify themselves with the poor black community. Therefore, their participation in a syphilis study was an attempt to prove to the white medical community of their capability in medical research. Wow, that's black on black crime, bro. And that's why he has no problem when I when I say he, I'm talking about Mr. Oliver uh, Brooks, Dr. Oliver Brooks, has no problem with putting Boulay in his bio. His uh, bio. bio is right there. He's
0: letting them know I'm not those lower class blacks. I always thought Dr. Huxtable was also Boulay. Of course.
1: <laughs> that's what that was about. It was um, it had positive the Cosby show had positive but that was that was that was, that was that's what that was about wow. uh the Cosby show going to the different world uh that spinoff of the Cosby show right, right right was about we're different from them
0: oh man
1: look look, look at us different Yep. so yeah uh I, I didn't get your answer I think this last clip may ask you about the payout but yeah yes this this is definitely classism within the black the quote-unquote black community but uh let's get into experiment four
5: The study administrators wanted to watch the progression of the disease as the men got sick and, in many cases, died for the 40 years that the study went on, even though for much of it a relatively effective treatment was available. All total, it's estimated that 128 of the men died either directly from syphilis or complications related to it. 40 also infected their wives, and in some cases possibly others, and there were 19 of the men's children who were born with congenital syphilis. Finally, on July 25, 1972, Gene Heller of the Associated Press broke the story that uncovered the truth about the study. A government panel ruled that the study was ethically unjustified and ended it. In the summer of 1973, attorney Fred Gray filed a cast action suit on behalf of the men against the PHS, and it ended with $9 million, which is about $50 million today, being handed out to participants as settlement.
0: So, the path you're taking us on, I, I I I think I have to ask you now. Okay. Uh are you going to take us down a path where the Rona is going to be targeted at black people?
1: No, what what I'm laying out here is one.
0: While we're skeptical. Oh, I I got you. While you're skeptical of of these being operations and, and, and different types of experiments. It's, it's historically absolutely true. It's happened in my lifetime.
1: Right, and yeah. it's amazing how no one talks about the real things that happen. That's why I say, if we're hearing about it, I ain't worried. It's the ones that we don't hear about to forty years later. Right.
0: Worries, <laughs> all of a sudden worries me. All of a sudden, you're a YouTube story.
1: <laughs> 40 right. Years later. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. it, exactly. So that that's the point I'm trying to make. And I know a lot of people are going to say, "Well, Mo, that was in 1930s to no, 1970s." Let me stop. Let 72. me stop right there. Come on, yeah. Well, well, well that's still a long time ago, but you, you asked the question about the payout. Yeah. I think it was like equivalent to the, today's money, 40, 50 million dollars. Yeah. So that was for 623 men that were eventually enrolled in the pro- program, and all their the, the people that impacted, family members, oh, yeah. um, wives, horrible, girlfriends, horrible. children, everything. 50, $50 million dollars equivalent today, but the Guatemalans get one billion. How's that work out? Well, um, well hold on, hold on, money. hold on. Yes. Af-
0: African-Americans got an apology from Bill Clinton. Oh, that's true. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That, you thank know, you. that's worth 250 grand an hour, I hear, for a speech. It, so, you know, it's a well, little, add that to the key. Well,
1: how long does the apology take? Uh, maybe a minute. So you divide it by 60. So still, 800 bucks, shorter. 800
0: bucks, maybe. Yeah, come
1: on. <laughs> But I know a lot of people say, "Well, Mo, that was 1940s and the 1970 to 1972 things, things like that don't don't happen anymore." Oh, uh, I know,
0: course. I know where we're going. Of course, of
1: course they don't. No, of uh, course. let's get into RT Doctor Randy Short. For several years, the Israeli government was forcibly
20: administering birth control to a segment of its minority population, with doctors injecting Ethiopian Jewish women against their will with a contraceptive, Deprovera. But it wasn't until this January that a government official finally acknowledged it. And while the government has finally put an end to this inhumane, insane population control tactic, the story has shed a light on a dangerous contraceptive that's now being pushed and administered on women of color all. over. For the world including right here in the u.s so here to talk about the use of deprovera and how this is targeting minority populations in both here and abroad i'm joined now by randy short president and national spokesperson for the anti-deprovera clergy coalition
1: deprovera so, Re-
0: yes okay yes. go depo ahead
1: shot the depo shot
0: yes oh my goodness
1: which is is well known in our community uh it was pushed uh as the alternative to oral uh the oral um contraception that you take uh and as a aside one of the things that it told you oh, oh girl yeah it make you thick too Th- literally literally there were youtube videos on this on youtube saying how the depot shot made you thick and for the people to not know what thick means make you curvaceous
0: which is, which is good
1: yes which is good if you're you're skinny so yeah, if you were a skinny woman or you know you wanted curves they, yeah they were they they they're even selling it to this day well, let me, yes. I'm getting ahead of myself
0: well it, uh, it, it very <laughs> interesting i I did not know this about uh about uh the black customer uh-huh i bet you they saw i bet you they they sold they they must have gotten that message out there makes you thick, makes you curvy oh yeah well
1: well this what this what the this is the role of the boule. They go to the boule. Like, hey, how can we sell this product to the, um, you know, to your community, uh, you know, and then they, you know, they come. Oh, well, you know, we we like curbs, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh wow. Uh, let's, let's oh let's, let's let's yeah. So, but Dr. Randy Short he does great work. So he's very colorful with his language, but luckily he was on a proper news show, so I was able to clip him for this. But let's get into sterilizing minorities too. Can you talk about what you know about the health effects, though? Because
20: obviously women were being... Administered this for years without
21: yes. knowing about them. Well, the drug was first patented in 1959. By the middle 60s, there were a lot of unethical experimentations done, in particular the Grady Clinic study, and in, in Georgia, on poor black and poor white women. God knows how many people died. Uh, this drug did not get approved until 1993-94, but during that time, that was used on women all over the effects of it are serious yes what are the effects of
0: it
1: okay we're going to get into the effects of it uh in it's in the next clip but as you at the point you made uh it's targeting towards poor people but the quote-unquote black community falls heavily into the you know the poor community sure so i wanted i wanted to point that out as well uh
21: but OK, let's get into the, uh, the side effects, excessive bleeding, osteoporosis, breast cancer, cervical cancer, heart attack, stroke, ectopic pregnancies, uh, excessive weight gain, which can lead to type one or two diabetes, uh, excessive weight gain, which can lead to type one or two diabetes, short or long term infertility maternal death uh... it strips the epithelium the inner part of the woman's womb making her more susceptible to all stis and stds therefore doubling the chances of getting hiv aids chlamydia hpv gonorrhea or syphilis and there are other things that bothers the mental health uh... one of the things that's come to us that uh... the group that I work with the rebecca project is that many women are telling us that they've had mental problems uh... the FDA in 2004 was so concerned about the dangerous nature of Depo-Provera that they issued a black box warning, which is the most serious warning that can be issued by the FDA about how dangerous this drug is.
20: And despite this warning, this black box warning, it's still being administered under multiple agencies to multiple countries around the world. Yes. Who is administering it? Why and where?
0: Yes. Yes. Don't stop the clip. I want to know, is this still distributed in the United States?
1: Well, did some digging around to YouTube and I found a pro-depo video, uh, Depo-Provera, the birth control shot.
15: Is pregnancy not in your plans for the immediate future? Are you looking for birth control you can count on, but don't have to think about every day? You might want to consider Depo-Provera the birth control shot. The shot prevents pregnancy for 12 weeks. That's about three whole months of not having to worry about getting pregnant. And it's easy. A quick visit with your healthcare provider, a little poke, and you're covered for 12 weeks. No one even needs to know you're using birth control. How does it work? Well, the shot contains a hormone. It prevents your body from releasing an egg. It also thickens the mucus of your cervix to make it harder for sperm to enter your uterus. And it's effective. Fewer than 1 in 100 women will get pregnant each year if they get the shot every 12 weeks. The shot doesn't protect against sexually transmitted infections. Use condoms if you're concerned about preventing STDs. And like other hormonal medications, the shot may have some side effects. If you're interested in learning more about this method, check out the info on PlannedParenthood.org. You can even find the nearest health center to set up an appointment.
0: (laughs) And there it is. Finally, the Eugenics Association of America in its new jacket rears its ugly head once again. And
1: this video is from Uh, 2010. It's still up on their website, up on their YouTube channel. And this is six years after they were forced to put the black uh black box label on this on this product and they're still pushing it and then they say oh yeah it doesn't stop uh it doesn't stop uh stds no it doubles
0: the chances of you getting one hello even more s- just <laughs> cynical is you know marketing this through youtube this clearly this is you know this is a intended whether it's it's just amateurish by itself or intended specifically it's it's like hey hey girls don't worry about it were these black girls in the video no no this is the official planned
1: parenthood that's the, youtube that's... channel what yes holy the official crap. holy but crap. hold on wait it gets better <laughs> all words depending <laughs> on how you look at it yeah how effective is the birth control shot
12: the birth control shot is safe and convenient one little shot every three months gives you great pregnancy protection. That means you only have to think about birth control four times a year. The shot uses the hormone progestin to prevent pregnancy, but it doesn't stop the spread of STDs. So use a condom along with a shot to help protect yourself. Like other medications, the birth control shot has possible side effects, but they usually go away in a few months. It also has plenty of benefits, like making your periods lighter, or even making your periods stop altogether while you're on it. The shot is private only you and your doctor need to know you're using it and it's super effective as long as you get your shot on time every time want to get the birth control shot your nearest planned parent at health center is here to help
0: hey all right next question uh who yes. manufactures this fine drug this deprovera
1: i didn't look into uh,
0: oh no no he said it in the um uh,
1: is it pfizer he said it in the previous clip, and I I, I, I glossed over. i right, right. I'll
0: I'll find it. You I'll
1: can, find yeah, it. you can look it up. But yeah, well, this is also from the official Planned Parenthood uh, uh, where, uh YouTube channel, and the date two thousand fifteen. And there's not eleven and, years after the black box. Uh, like tell me
0: exactly how the black box label works. Do you know any any details about this? no i don't but i mean we you want to go back and listen to
1: i think uh clip 33 she explains it uh how it works but i mean just i mean i got time you got it
0: well i mean (laughs) uh i just want to see here this will be what does it mean if my medication is a black box warning black box warning also called boxed warnings are required by the u.s food and drug administration for certain medications that carry serious safety risks yeah this was mentioned in the clip Often uh-huh. these warnings communicate potential rare but dangerous side effects, or they may be used to communicate important instructions for safe use of the drug. Uh, they appear printed in bold fonts surrounded by a black border. I'm sure none of that was on the YouTube video, of course.
1: No, it's safe. Mm. It's 2015. It's safe. Wow. It's completely safe.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> it's, it's all good. Wait. man. Well... Let's get to
1: some background on uh, planned parenthood uh 700 club one back to
22: planned parenthood they get 550 million dollars of taxpayer money to continue their work they're the largest abortion provider in the nation and uh, you're paying for it so in any event margaret sanger was the founder of planned Parenthood and uh, go back and read her writing she wrote a monograph that I read called breeding the thoroughbred and what Margaret Sanger believed was they were defective genetically defective people they were Roman Catholics they were evangelical Protestants they were southern Europeans they were Latinos and especially they were African-Americans And what she advocated was find a leader among the black community that is highly respected. Let him be our spokesperson and lead the black people toward euthanasia. That was the game. Yes, this is,
0: uh, you know, Margaret Sanger, very well known, but somehow this, this, this history gets disputed and people just don't, don't want to talk about it and you get shouted down if you say hey man it's kind of odd how uh you know how Planned Parenthood came out of the eugenics uh, movement and how you put a lot of these clinics in poor neighborhoods and with that background it's like with it's like a death camp program and I don't want to get into a pro-life yeah, yeah. or whatever that's not no no, no, no I'm
1: not trying to go there I'm, I'm glad you said that because I'm not going there no. I'm talking about these other services that we offer mm-hmm. let's take pro-life pro-choice off the table because whatever your beliefs are your beliefs are I'm talking about these what they always say we offer other services besides that and one of those services is the te- depo shot. and the problem I have with that is all these black talking heads, and I'm going to say this I'm a little irk right now but all of these black talking heads they sit up here and to oh the Wuhan you can't say Wuhan, but oh, no you can't say that while women are still getting the Depo shot, mm-hmm. which actually, if you want to look at it in the sense of, makes them more susceptible to catching the uh, the coronavirus.
0: Good point.
1: High blood pressure, high uh, hypertension. I mean, I mean same thing. Uh, di- diabetes, compromised immune system, STDs. Yeah uh but nobody talks about that, but you can't oh we can't call the who can't call the call the who oh won virus or whatever you want to call it no we can't say that but, the virus. But yeah the Wuhan. <laughs> the can't call it the Wuhan virus oh no, I can't call it that but but now people are still getting this shot
0: yeah that's that's pretty bad you know as a as a side note uh and i have i don't know if it's in the house bill that passed. But there was uh-huh. a, a problem with the HR six two o one, which is the uh, f- you know, what it was the family's first Coronavirus Response Act, right? And it was being held up because the what it what I what I've read I I saw some evidence of it, but there was apparently money uh, being a, uh, appropriated in this. You know, it's a it's a big bill, so it's a lot of money. To go towards Planned Parenthood clinics and abortions. Uh, That's how
1: port works.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's kind of coincidental. In you know, here we have you know yet another uh, disease. We have something going on, and Mm -hmm. you know, it, it at least whatever is happening is being used for something that seems unrelated. But is it really? I mean. Wow, man, uh, we got to start tracking our, our black brothers and sisters if they're, if they're coming down with the Wuhan or not.
1: Right. And we got to keep tracking these Boulay people, because the reason why I come so hard. Let me, let me explain something. I, I know I, I don't want to go long, but I want to explain this one thing just for people to understand. The reason why I go so hard on the Boulay is this. You can't see them coming. Anybody else you can see coming, but your are uh, infiltrator. You can't see them coming, and they're way more impactful and effective as as doing the dirty work. Because as you heard in the clip with Roland Martin and Doctor Oliver Brooks, uh, yeah, when they have you know uh, dead bodies everywhere, I mean, he's pushing the narrative. Somebody put the battery. He's making it. He politicizing it. He doesn't use his uh his his platform to bring attention to the things. I brought attention to this ongoing to this day. Flint water still sucks. Why would he? No, he's bridge. not.
0: No, that's not his job. We know. Of that. course not. His <laughs> job
1: is to do what uh, Margaret Sanger said. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, you know, it's either the pulpit, the black robe of the pastor, or the white coat of the uh, the doctor. That's what they wanted, right? But with that said, let's wrap up with the second clip on Planned Parenthood.
22: The the Nazis on the other hand had a term useless eaters. They they found people that they thought were defective and they wanted to sterilize them and of course ultimately murder them. Uh, We can't have a concept of people who can be destroyed by the government. It's not good. And uh, yet we have that this country and the big money. The big money, the Rockefeller Foundation, and others went to support Planned Parenthood. Why? Because the big, buck people did not want to have a welfare rolls cluttered with black babies that they had to pay for. You
0: know, it, it, believe me when I say that white people, especially, when they mm-hmm. hear they they can they can they can hardly believe this. That doesn't make sense. That can't be in our lifetime that that was taking place. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. I, I, no, I,
1: I, no, I'm laughing because I, I, it's <laughs> very true. Because it's like, no, it can't. It can't work like that. It can't, and that's why we do this show to tell people when you deal with when you deal with people not like you, you have to walk in their shoes for a minute. Just put them on for a minute, walk in their shoe. That way, you can understand the anger and the angst and the lack of trust and, the, um, uh, no, being skeptical of, you know, the, uh, the who, you know, the who, oh, with was a who, or, you know, uh, or with the CDC. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, this is where the angst comes from. With, this with, is
0: where the, and, and, and I'd say this nice performative. I'll say this about yes. that. Um, okay. <laughs> you can't walk in someone else's shoes. It doesn't work that way, which is why this show, to me, is fantastic because it's just pure, just pure ignorance. There's no way I could know. How could I ever know how you how uh, how you feel about things or why you look at things a certain way? Only by the honesty of talking about it do we hear it. And then, if you take a second to listen, you're like, "Wow, okay. Well, that's messed up. Got it. <laughs> yeah." Yeah. yeah, so you, I mean
1: you, that's why this show is so valuable. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm saying that because I'm, I'm part of it, but this is why this show is so valuable because we give something, we give something to people that you can't get anywhere else.
0: I have not found it. If it's out there, I have not found it. <laughs> I haven't. No, it's I. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of people really tuning into this, and and I'm happy they are because this this puts a whole new perspective on things. But also, it kind of outrages me. You know, it's like, what is this still going on? And so at least I have something else to bitch about Planned Parenthood about. That's not, you know, it, not your typical bitch. It's like, this it, is outrageous. And it's an effective
1: one because, like I said, you could take the 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 hot button off the table. We're not talking about that. Right. I don't, I don't even want to say it. Just did not. Let's take that off the table. Let's talk about all these great services that you provide to the
0: community, like, like Depo. And I'm not against uh, 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 birth control either, but what, I'm not either. What is up with this shit? This has to go. Black it's box. poison. It it's is poison. poison. Totally poison. What the
1: heck? As I digress, I, you know, I always like I don't like to end the show on a a negative note because it's not what we do here. Um, Karen Hunter gave us a her her being her. <laughs> gave, uh, gave us a, a silver lining for the whole of uh, Corona.
7: Come on, breaking news, Smith. Bring it in. Bring it in. Nothing.
1: Okay, so this just came in. The World Health
9: Organization has announced that dogs cannot contract COVID-19. Dogs previously held in quarantine can now be released. To nice. be clear, who let the dogs out? <laughs>
7: All right. eight six yeah no actually that was funny there you go all right that was not bad who let the dogs out okay i get it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes much more positive note well so a couple things mo this was an interesting ride i like i like i like the way you did that of course i was aware of a lot of these things but not depo that that was a new one to me um I really want to know, and sadly, we're just not getting the numbers, but I really would like to know if you know, if you hear, and we'll be talking next week, I'm sure we'll all be hunkered down and quarantined by then. In fact, my my daughter, who's in Rotterdam, uh, we're doing the show here. She says, listen to this. Man, it's a zombie town here. By the way, apparently we might get a curfew after this week. Just went to the supermarket. Everything was gone. Send beans and toilet paper, Dad. Okay, so that's it. <laughs> private message but uh curfew you know who knows what could happen um but i'd like to know you know if uh if you hear of anything any african-american uh any dark-skinned person in general getting this
1: the reason why i include the sports portion of this show is let's keep our eye on the nba numbers i think that'll be a great it, uh, it has to be huge.
0: It has to be huge. The, the, the uh, half of the whole league has to have it. Uh, you know, just the, the games they played, the sweat they exchanged. Oh, I'm the sweaty, nasty, man. the nasty ball, the nasty ass ball. <laughs> All of that stuff. It's got to be. I, you know, thank you for always being skeptical. I really appreciate it, and I, <laughs> and I like how your mind works because it's it's not dissimilar to mine. But you come with other data points, and that's really nice. It's it's good to hear, and I appreciate you doing this. Good, good to be a part of it.
1: And that's what I do. I pay attention to everything so the truth will reveal itself.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you don't get to leave like that. No, no. <laughs> I get to tell everybody this is value for value, this uh, this program. Did you enjoy what you just heard? You sat here for us with two hours. Maybe you were doing something else. It's actually bonus. You got an extra bonus. You were doing some other work and you were able to learn what you did. Uh, please let us know if you found any value in it. Uh, support us at mofacts.com or go directly to our donation page at mofundme.com moefundme.com
1: and i will close on this last statement your mental health is just as important as as important as your physical health
19: you can put your hand Once you've washed it for the recommended 20 seconds time, we should listen to the CDC. Do you want to quarantine with me? Covers and pretend like I am the Dow Jones. The government should give us tests for free. Do you wanna quarantine with me? We can shut the world outside. It's crazy times, let's stay and hide. Keep our social distance We can stock our fridge with food The smell of all sets the mood I wouldn't want to miss this After 14 days are done We'll walk outside and breathe fresh air and lie beneath the golden sun. For now, let's lock the door and toss the key. Do you want to quarantine with me? Three's a risk, but two is company.
11: on a quarantine with me